every year. By the early 1800s, in the words of one historian, the island was essentially a vast lemon juice factory. The next few decades kick-started a worldwide love for Palermo citrus, and ships began setting out daily during harvesting season, many of them headed to produce markets in Europe and the United States. Around the same time, political turmoil led to a reorganization of land ownership in Palermo. As one group of researchers explains in a recent paper in the Journal of Economic History, early 19th century Italian lemon farming happened largely under a feudal system, in which peasants did the farming and the absentee landowners took most of the profits. A class of middlemen called the Gabellati managed these relationships, hiring workers and overseeing day-to-day work on the farm. Starting around 1812, popular revolts turned much of the land over to the Gabellati, who, fearing thieves and marauders, began hiring private guards to protect the assets that were now theirs. Then, after 1860, when Sicily officially became part of Italy, parcels of what had been church and state-owned land went up for sale. This led to a proliferation of small farms, and many of these new landowners also decided to grow lemons, by far the most profitable crop. They, too, found themselves in the position of having to hire guards, and those who couldn't afford to do so found themselves targeted not only by thieves, but by the Gabellati and their guards who saw a unique opportunity for extortion. The coalition between Gabellati, guards, and thieves triggered a system of corruption and intimidation such that landowners who could not afford to hire a guard became the target of brigands, the economists write. This adverse institutional environment provided the breeding ground for the organization which would become known as the Mafia. In the paper, they present some empirical proof for this claim. After studying a large-scale crime survey from 1886 and a map of mob activity from 1900, they found that the probability of Mafia presence in a given area of Sicily relates strongly to that area's level of citrus production. Although other researchers have linked the birth of organized crime to different local resource booms, including the rise of sulfur mines, we believe our paper complements this research and is able to explain some aspects that previous theories were not able to explain, writes one of the authors, Alessia Isopi, in an email. What made the lemon farmers such ripe targets? According to Attlee, much of the blame can be placed on the fruits themselves. Among species of citrus in Italy, lemons are some of the most difficult and demanding to cultivate, she says. They need well-fertilized soil, a steady supply of water, and protection from wind and extreme temperatures, all of which come only at great infrastructural cost. Most trees need to be coddled for seven or eight years before they produce enough lemons to sell. When they do bear fruit, it's easy enough for people to steal it, especially when compared with smaller crops like wheat or olives. The magnitude of such an investment, combined with the many possibilities for failure, made farmers very vulnerable, Atlee says. They were just ready to be exploited by the first mafiosi. Over the decades, this exploitation became more and more sophisticated. It generally occurred in a kind of push-and-pull format that will be familiar to viewers of contemporary crime shows. If another farmer couldn't afford to pump in water, a mafioso would gladly help him, and then make the farmer sign a contract that allowed him to charge massive amounts for that water, which he would do as soon as rainfall was low. As Galati's experiences illustrate, 
they formed relationships with those who might have checked their power, especially policemen and judges. The mafia also controlled the trade itself, often buying a farm's fruits to resell before they were even off the trees, and creating artificial shortages by picking green lemons and storing them until the prices improved. As Atley writes, they had a sinister signal to show off their relationship with a particular grove. They'd nail a single lemon to one of the garden's doors and hang a shotgun cartridge next to it. In more recent decades, Sicily's citrus monopoly has loosened. New trade laws and shifting import taxes have made the once golden crop much less profitable. The grove's narrow rows and terraces, the very aspects that allowed the mafiosi to sneakily gun down, say, wardens they didn't like, leave no room for large machinery and have prevented farmers from achieving the industrial-scale production that is now common in places such as...